Today we discuss finding the right balance between youth and experience, plus a full preview of tonight's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets and the importance of the next 17 games between now and the All-Star break. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everyone, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could be with us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have got a lot to talk about on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe something you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email. The email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am also live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me on Twitter for instant insight and analysis, and it's just always great to interact with Islanders fans game time or any time, so please do feel free to reach out. You know, I was thinking a little bit more about the game against the Penguins, and that was two really strong games in a row for the Islanders. And... It, it sort of got me thinking in some of the discussions on social media and comments from you, the listeners, also help spur this on. Right now, the Islanders were sort of forced to play some younger players because of all the injuries that are hitting this team. And yet, I think having some of these younger guys in the lineup has actually been beneficial for the Islanders. And I know Lou Lamorello, and before him Barry Trotz, now Lane Lambert, they all seem to trust veterans a little bit more than younger guys. And they're, you know, the the Lou Lamorello theory is better to bring guys up a little more slowly than a little too quickly. You want to 
rely on guys who you know can get the job done. We've heard all of these things so many times before. And yet, when you go up and down this Islanders lineup, how many players are 30 or older on this team? Semyon Varlamov, Brock Nelson, Anders Lee, J.G. Pajot, Zach Parise, Josh Bailey, uh, Kyle Palmieri, Matt Martin, Scott Mayfield, Casey Sezikis, Cal Clutterbuck. Uh, that's 11 players that I just named on a roster. That's roughly half the roster. 30 or older. And I'm not saying none of these guys can still play because a lot of them are still playing at an extremely high level. But the best teams give you that mix of guys in their prime who should be sort of the foundation of your team, guys who are older, who are on the downside of their career, but give you that leadership and experience and savvy that you need, and young guys who give you a little more energy, speed, and hunger. The addition of players in the last few days, like Hudson Fashing, Atu Ratu, Parker Wotherspoon, these guys have given a little more juice to this Islanders lineup that we haven't necessarily seen on a consistent basis over the course of the season. And I don't need to single any particular players out. We have just seen this team pull the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde routine far too often this season, where sometimes they come out and play, you know, a really good game or a period or two that are so good that it carries them through a game. And then they'll go out, you know, they'll beat the Avalanche in Denver, for example. Come back win. Beat the Rangers with a really strong performance. Uh, beat Vegas. You know, we've seen those games this year. And then they'll turn around and lay an egg against the Arizona Coyotes and just get embarrassed in that game or lose to the Flyers who are a team far below you know who's not in the playoff discussion this year and let's face it probably won't be barring a complete turnaround consistency is so important to this team and to do that you need the right mix of older guys younger guys guys in their prime look I'll Say, Matt Barzal, Anders Lee, Brock Nelson, these are guys who are certainly in their prime. But, you know, Pelican Pulak, I'll add to that list for sure. Uh, Scott Mayfield, probably in his prime right now, kind of starting to get to the point where you might expect him to slow down. But guys like Fashing and Simon Holmstrom and Atu Ratu and Parker Wotherspoon, guys who... Don't take it for granted that they're going to be in the lineup every day and who want to stay in the NHL. I mean, look, Hudson Fashing, people were writing him off. He's a career AHL kind of a guy. He's 27 years old. He's not 19. He's not 22. He's 27. But he gets up here and he hustles 
and he plays with hunger and enthusiasm and he's smart and he adds something that has been lacking the consistency the effort the juice that this team has lacked parker weatherspoon same thing you know he's not afraid he wasn't intimidated by going up one-on-one with evgeny malkin to the side of the islanders net and behind the islanders net battling for a loose puck you need that hunger Hopefully the Islanders continue to get it. But even when some of these injured players, whether it's a Clutterbuck or a Palmieri, uh, even when some of these guys get healthy again, you get the feeling that one or two of these younger guys should still be in the lineup to give the team more balance between youth and experience, more hunger, and I think just a better overall mix as far as that goes. Now, here's here's the other thing. When you look at you know what this team has been doing and you know we're still hoping to get some guys healthy. Simon Holmstrom did not skate at practice on Wednesday. Uh, neither did Oliver Wallstrom. We did not get formal injury updates from the Islanders. But right now, those guys are still not back and not in the lineup, uh, at practice at least. And, you know, neither is Semyon Varlamov. So you still have Pellick, Clutterbuck, Palmieri, Varlamov, Holmstrom, all out of the lineup with no timetable to return. Wallstrom has been added to that now. And... You know, you got to hope that, A, these young players continue to give you the juice, and B, that this team can overcome these injuries and continue to play well because the margin for error in this division is so thin. Here's what Matt Barzal had to say about Hudson Fashing. He was physical, winning battles. He's got a good head for the game, easy to play with. Anders Lee. It was great to see Fashing come in and show that immediately. He's played some really great hockey, and tonight, which was really a couple of days ago, in the game against Pittsburgh, that line was flying around and making small little area plays which are high skill, and he was making them. They need to keep guys like Ratu and Fashing and Holmstrom and Wotherspoon. They need to keep some of these guys in the lineup in order to keep this team hungry and to get the right balance between experience and youth. They haven't had it as of now, and I think adding one or two of these guys on a more regular basis would definitely help the Islanders accomplish that. We have got more to get to on today's show. We will talk about this 17-game stretch between now and the All-Star break, and we'll start it off by previewing tonight's game against the Columbus Blue Jackets' last home game before the four-game Western road trip. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro to college Pro football, college bowl season, pro and college basketball, soccer, 
and of course the NHL. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Hey, head to the website. Check out the Islanders tonight against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Maybe your knowledge of the Islanders can help you place some smart bets. Check out the odds. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. We want to thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So let's talk about tonight's game. This is a big opportunity for the Islanders. They host the Columbus Blue Jackets, 7.30 Eastern Time at the UBS Arena. Last home game before a four-game West Coast road trip. That'll take them to Seattle, Vancouver, Calgary, and Edmonton. So you want to pick up these points. We also know that Columbus is a team that has struggled mightily this season. They are 10-21-2. and 22 points in 33 games, 11 games below NHL 500. And their last scheduled game was before the holiday break, uh, a loss to the Chicago Blackhawks in Chicago. They were supposed to play Buffalo uh, on Tuesday, but that game ended up being postponed because of the weather conditions in Buffalo. And right now, this team has lost six games in a row, and they are, needless to say, ice cold. They are not particularly great in any phase of the game right now. 29th in the league in goals scored. 31st out of 32 teams in goals against. Their power play, 30th out of 32 teams. Only a 15.6% success rate. The penalty kill, not horrible at 18th in the league. Kind of around, around the middle of the pack average. 77.9% kill rate. The Islanders need to get their power play, which is in an 0-for-25 slump. This is an opportunity to get off that schneid and start to come back and do some good things. Look, injuries really hurting this Blue Jackets team. On IR right now, Zach Wierenski, Justin Danforth, Jake Bean. Out of the lineup, goalie Eunice Corpusalo, Jakub Voracek, Boone Jenner, and Patrick Lane. Now, again, they haven't played since before the holiday break, since the 23rd. Some of those players may be able to return, but we'll have to see, uh, and we'll certainly update you as soon as we know it. We all know some of the talent on this team. Johnny Goudreau, 10 goals, 34 points in 33 games, which is impressive when you consider that, you know, this team has struggled so mightily. No power play goals for Johnny Hockey, although nine helpers with the man advantage. Boone Jenner has five power play goals to lead this team, but no other player on the roster has more than two power play goals, and that's Kent Johnson, so they are struggling 
Defensively, they have three goalies who have played extensively this year. Elvis Merzlikens, he has struggled. The goals against average of 4.68, a save percentage of just 8.64. We mentioned Corpusalo is injured. And then uh, Daniil Tarasov, who has a 3.40 goals against average and a respectable 9.07 save percentage. But the one loss record of 2.8-1, I think it speaks at least as much about how much this team is struggling. The Islanders should be able to produce some offense against this Blue Jackets team. And I want to see a guy like Atu Ratu, for example, use the time and space that they should have against a mediocre defense like the Blue Jackets to really showcase his skills. And I want to see that. I really want to see that. I want to see Matthew Barzal skating up a storm. I want to see some of these players just take advantage of the opportunities that playing a struggling team like the Blue Jackets can present. The lineups for the last game, uh, Jack Roslovich is the first-line center with Goudreau to his left and Emil Bemstrom to his right. Kent Johnson centers the second line. Uh, Cyril Marchenko and Gustav Nyquist are his wingers. Sean Curley on the third line. Eric Robinson and Matthew Olivier are his wingers. And then Cole Sillinger, son of the former Islander, is the fourth line pivot with Liam Foody to his left and Carson Meyer on the right. Defensively, Marcus Bjork and Vladislav Gavrikov are the top pairing. Eric Gabranson and Tim Burney are the second pairing. And then the third grouping, Andrew Peak partnering with Adam Bokvist. The goalies, Tarasov and Jet Greaves, uh, who has yet to play for the Blue Jackets this year, but was up on the roster when we last checked. So again, we have to see who is available, and the fact that Columbus hasn't played in so long certainly limits our opportunities in that respect. But as soon as we know who the goalie's going to be tonight, check us out on Twitter. We will let you know. I think the Islanders, the biggest thing here, and I, I need to address it, it's a home game. It's a team that is struggling. They're on a six-game losing streak. They're not healthy. They've dealt with bad injuries all year. Their confidence level can't be high. Getting the first goal in this game and not taking this Blue Jackets team lightly is critical. I don't have to tell Islanders fans what the standings look like. That right now, four points separate the sixth-place Islanders from the second-place Devils. This is a division game. You're not worried about the Blue Jackets, who are 20 points behind you. Uh, but you lose this game. This is an opportunity to pick up two important points that you can go from sixth place to third place in the blink of an eye, or you know, suddenly a playoff spot could become more distant. You lost already twice to Arizona. You don't want to lose this third matchup with the Blue Jackets. You want to take the points against struggling opponents and put them and bank them because you're about to go on a four-game road trip with no easy games out of the four. 
We have got more to get to on today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have our Islanders birthday of the day, and that is a forward who briefly played with the Islanders in the mid-90s, plus a look at why the time between now and the All-Star break is going to be so important for the New York Islanders. We've got that and a lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by the NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. And as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home. It's, it's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today is the 51st birthday of former Islanders forward Chris Marinucci. Marinucci, a native of Grand Rapids, Minnesota, went to the University of Minnesota Duluth, had a pair of 30-goal seasons there, including 35 goals in 40 games in his junior year, which is very impressive. Drafted by the Islanders in 1990 in the fifth round and came up and played 12 games with the Islanders during the lockout-shortened 1994-95 season. Scored a goal, had five points, two penalty minutes, and was a minus one in plus-minus. And, you know, here's a guy who won the Hobie Baker Award, which is sort of the college hockey equivalent of the Heisman Trophy. So... You know, he came with a very impressive pedigree, six feet tall, just 175 pounds, so not the biggest guy, and only played one NHL game after that season with the Islanders, uh, played for the LA Kings in 96-97, was in the IHL after that, and then played in Japan, Germany, uh, Sweden, and the ECHL before hanging it up after the 2003 2004 season. We go back and look at his best game as an Islander, April 24th, 1995, at the Old Barn, the Nassau Coliseum. The Boston Bruins are the visiting team. Blaine Locker is their goalie. Tommy Soderstrom in between the pipes for the Islanders, and it was Boston getting on the board early. Chris Luongo of the Islanders off for cross-checking. Max Naslin pots his seventh John Roloff and Alexei Kasatanov, the assists at 145. Isles quickly down a goal. But Ziggy Palfi answers in the final minute of that first period. Bob Beers, the only helper at 19-19. After one period, Isles won, Bruins won. In the second, the Islanders get two goals in a minute and 43 seconds to take a 3-1 lead. First, it's Pat Flatley, his seventh from Ray Ferraro and Kirk Muller. 
And then at 445, Ray Ferraro, his 20th, from Jan Kaminsky and Dean Chenouth. Three to one Islanders after 40 minutes. But in the third, Matthew Schneider heads off for hooking, gives Boston a power play, and Adam Oates gets his 11th from Don Sweeney and Ted Donato at 6.06 of the third. It's a one-goal game with a little more than 14 minutes left in regulation. But the Islanders managed to pull away. Matthew Schneider, his sixth from Derek King and Ziggy Palfi at 7.57. And then our Islanders' birthday of the day, Chris Marinucci, his first career NHL goal, and it turned out to be his only career NHL goal. Scott Lachance and Pat Flatley, the assist at 12.09. That made it 5-2 Islanders. Brent Hughes makes it 5-3. A goal for Boston from Brett Harkins and Jamie Huscroft at 16.09. Islanders win it by a score of 5-3. Soderstrom with 30 saves in a game that the Islanders were outshot 33-28. But uh, I'll tell you, for Chris Marinucci, our Islanders' birthday of the day. He was a plus one. He scored a goal at even strength, did it in two shots on goal. No surprise, Ziggy Palfi led the Islanders with five shots on goal in this one. But for Marinucci, a magic moment. You never forget your first NHL goal, and uh, that was his big moment of his NHL career. So, uh, Chris Marinucci... 51 years old today is our Islanders' birthday of the day. 17 games between now and the end uh, of the All-Star break for the New York Islanders. 17 games that will really be important. Here's what Lane Lambert said about it. I think there's 17 games until that break. So it's an important stretch of time for us. No question about it and this is a situation where if if the Islanders do not play well over those 17 games you have to start thinking about adjustments to your roster and maybe rebuilding I mean we talked about this four game road trip Seattle Vancouver Edmonton Calgary then home games five straight against Dallas, Minnesota, Montreal, Washington, and Boston. Out of all those teams, Montreal, the only one who's struggling. A road trip to Buffalo, home for Carolina, at Toronto, at Ottawa, home for Detroit and Vegas, and then into February, at Philadelphia, home for Seattle, home for Vancouver, I mean, that's, it's going to be a tough stretch. A lot of challenging games for the Islanders, and hopefully they will be equal to the task. Today, tonight, the last game of 2022 for this Islanders team, and we will talk about that, have our key takeaways. Plus, of course, we will preview Sunday's game in Seattle all on the show tomorrow. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. Now make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. 
get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. That's it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!